boy is eating. The boy is your Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee of us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Ian Kennedy. So today we're going to be talking about quite an interesting topic. It's very personal to me as a journalist, and that is fake news. In the U.S., it's a term that is used quite frequently. It gained a lot of popularity when Trump was campaigning for the first time for 2016, as everything was fake news, fake news, fake news. So it became quite a buzzword. Just to give a definition, the real term of fake news is anything that's inaccurate, untruthful. And sadly, often this misinformation spreads like wildfire on social media. And so it's a big problem. I mean, Ian are going to kind of talk about some of the drastic consequences that spreading fake news kind of has around the world. And so again, listeners, if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript. Okay, Ian, fake news. 2016 election, like I said, Trump really made it quite popular saying, you know, CNN, NBC, everyone that was against him was was fake news. And it actually had quite a lot of impact. You still hear it today with the 2020 election that anyone that reports anything they don't like is quote unquote fake news. But I think what's scary is that with social media, it's very easy to spread fake news and a lot of people don't fact check. And if you look at a lot of the data, a lot of people get their news from social media. And the big trap of fake news is they use clickable headlines, right? So it's anything that would really get you to stop when you're scrolling on social media, like Biden killed prostitute or something that's very (laughs) outlandish, but you're like, whoa. And sadly, what a lot of people do is they don't fact check. They don't check sources. They don't know where this information is coming from. And then they spread it and then everyone starts spreading it. And then you have this rumor of just misinformation. It's really important, especially with the amount of social media, the amount of material out there that everyone fact check and figure out where these sources are. I think also, sadly, it's just so easy to create misinformation. You can make a meme, you can make up a fake newspaper, you can make up fake news articles, videos, everything. It's so easy nowadays. So if you don't know where this information is coming from, please don't spread it. Exactly. I think you said it best. Um, You gave a great description of this buzzword that we've been hearing almost every day for at least the past four years, and maybe even a little bit before that. But like you said, President Trump in the US, this turned into his buzzword to use to describe anything that you know, he didn't like or anything that didn't go against, go with his agenda. But, you know, he has a point to a point. There are a lot of sources that, like you said, it's, it's information that's not vetted. It's not something that's gone through a source to make sure that it's fact-checked, to make sure that it's true. And in our age of social media, we have so much information that we can send immediately. And it's almost impossible, I feel like, to really monitor what's true news and what's fake news. So we see this as a huge problem with social media. Um, we see a lot of accounts get banned on Twitter, on Facebook, a lot of different handles due to some of the, the rhetoric that's said. 
and whether or not it's true. And kind of like how you mentioned, it's really impacted not just communication, but policy and elections. For example, the 2016 election, something really interesting that happened was leading up to the 2016 election, it was later found out mostly by some research done by a researcher named Rene DeResta. She did some extensive research into Russian intelligence agencies that before the 2016 election, they were essentially spreading fake news in Facebook groups, in Twitter groups, and all the social media outlets that we have, basically seeding these, these negative thoughts, these confrontational fights between people with different views, and basically impacting the news to uh, manipulate the election. For example, she alludes to how Russian agencies would set up fake accounts and these agents would go on Facebook posing as maybe a black woman from the United States saying Hillary Clinton does not support the black people. She doesn't care about um, black women like us. And Trump, he is our savior. He is here to, to support us, to help us. And by spreading these kinds of these messages without any vetting, with, without any fact checking, this kind of information was spread rapidly and really influenced the way people thought. She also mentioned some times where a Russian agent perhaps would organize a rally for example, pro-Muslim or you know, Muslim pride celebrations across the street on the same day from a anti-immigration or an anti-Islam sort of protest, so to say. And obviously this is really incendiary. And the idea of this is to really get people fighting, to really cause discord among the people. And ultimately it caused a lot of the negative feelings that we have towards each other, this sort of us versus them mentality that I think exists more than ever in our world today. And so this was really interesting to see that someone actually did the research to, to discover these findings and say, you know, fake news is it's actually a real thing. It's a real thing that influences our world, the things that happen. We're going to be talking about a handful of these today, but that's a good start. For me, being a journalist, I think it's definitely made our profession a little harder because we get lumped in with all these people that aren't reporters and aren't journalists. These are just people that are on their computer and spreading misinformation by maybe using Photoshop or using their phones and creating fake news. And so it is tough because like when you work for a reputable reputation and you're sourcing and you're checking your facts and you write an article and you have someone that just goes fake news and it's like you didn't even read the article. You don't even know what you're talking about but it's like anything now is fake news. And so it is a little disheartening when you are a journalist because you're like, I work really hard to source information, to fact check, to do what journalism is. And it's always discredited with this term. So it's definitely made things interesting. <laughs> fake news is, has always been around because of social media, but I think Trump has coined it to be any news, any outlet, anything that he doesn't agree with is just fake news. As Ian was saying, you know, with the election, that was a big consequence. That was a big impact to influence an entire, you know, election of the most powerful country in the world. It just shows you the damage that spreading misinformation can have. You've had scandals like Pizzagate. That was a big one where misinformation was spreading that there was this child sex ring that was happening at pizza parlors and the basement. And so some man went to the pizza parlor that didn't even have a basement with a gun to like help these kids that were 
allegedly kidnapped for sex trafficking. And he luckily didn't fire anything. You know, no one was hurt, but he believed this information so much that he like went out to like stop it. And that's pretty terrifying of just how powerful this misinformation is. And that when you do spread it, you know, it becomes more believable because you see a post of a fake story and it has a million likes and you're like, oh, this must be true. You know, this is terrible. I must do something. And so that's why it is so important that you shouldn't share anything if you don't know where the information is coming from. Exactly. It's so important in that sense, because first of all, you don't know what's true. And second of all, these things get released so quick into the world that oftentimes you don't even have time to, to see if it's real. With the click of a button, your information is released to, to anyone in the world who wants to view it. CWG officially has over 100 episodes. And we are among the top podcasts in Chile, and that's thanks to you. But we are always working to grow our audience, so make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, TikTok, and even LinkedIn. But most importantly, rate, review, and share us with all your friends, family, and coworkers. And if you want to take your English education to the next level, sign up for private or group classes at dynamicenglish.cl. to sort of piggyback off of what you were talking about with the Pizzagate scandal, we're seeing now a lot of these different sort of strange conspiracy theories rising up from the fake news sources that we're talking about. One in particular, to, again, to kind of echo the child sex trafficking allegations, there's a conspiracy theory of a group right now called QAnon. And QAnon basically is a group that they allege that the deep state, which is Another term used basically for the most powerful people in the world, most oftenly associated with the Democratic Party in the U.S., that they are actually Satan-worshipping pedophiles that are running a global child sex trafficking ring and that they are plotting to do whatever they can to take down President Donald Trump and that President Trump is doing his best to fight this evil that's uh, causing all these problems with child sex trafficking. Now, this has absolutely no validity to it. But it has a huge growing. We hear about it in the news. We hear about the group growing. And this is a classic example of you just take something that you hear or that is alleged and you take it at face value and you take it as truth. And so a lot of these groups, they, they gain this huge momentum because of what we talked about, right? You can, you can release anything on social media that has a clickbait title. Somebody's going to click on it. They're going to read it. You know, it's kind of like the old saying. People say, um, sort of paradoxically or kind of ironically, it's, you know, if it's on the internet, it must be real, which we know, mm -hmm. of course, is not the truth. But a lot of people still think in this way. So they say, well, I read a source that looked legitimate. This is the headline. This is what they said. It must be true. And that's the issue that we have now with all this misinformation. There's, there's no way of telling what's, what's real from what's fake. And so now you have groups running around alleging that Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, the whole Democratic Party are plotting to enslave the world with child sex trafficking. So it's, it's quite odd to see happening. I mean, it's terrifying, as you said, because it, it just spreads and it spreads and no one's doing any fact-checking, yet people adamantly believe it. As we were saying, unfortunately, some of this fake news can lead to violence. And, and this isn't just a U.S. problem. This is all over the world. So there was a big case out of Nigeria where there was on Facebook images of babies, of mass graves, of just like terrible violence. 
that was just spreading on Facebook and was accusing Fulani Muslims of doing this. And so people, you know, went out into the streets to get justice and they were pulling people, these Muslims out of cars and killing them. And at least 10 people died just because there were these fake images that weren't real of violence just to create more violence against a religious group. You know, clearly the source probably had out to get this group, but that's just, you know, the worst impact that you can have is just these fake images create this mob mentality of like, we need to seek justice and kill people without even fact checking. So that is obviously just like a terrible case of of fake news, literally ending people's lives. We're seeing it now with COVID, you know, with this global pandemic, there's just so much misinformation out there. And, you know, that's caused a lot of anxiety because, you know, there's a lot of alarmist information that's, oh, cases are rising, people are dying, you know, conspiracies about what's the cause, what's the solution, the vaccines, everything. So unfortunately, fake news has has had a lot of impact during this pandemic where there's so much misinformation out there that like the medical community is like, please don't believe everything you read on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. Like, please fact check because there's just so much information out there that is not being vetted. And, you know, unfortunately, during a global pandemic, everyone's looking for information and most people see it on social media. You're right. And that's why it's so difficult because we're in this very, it's a scary moment. We're all scared, right? We haven't lived through a pandemic before. Naturally, people are looking for answers. They're looking for anything to make them feel better, make them sleep at night. And when you have so many different sources saying so many different things, it makes your head spin. You don't know what's true, who to trust. You have one person saying the CDC knows everything. The other person says the CDC is lying. And so someone in the middle, you say, what do I do? You know, who do I believe? You know, we see this exactly like you said with COVID measures, the causes, when we're going to have a vaccine, if the vaccine's going to work, if people will want to take the vaccine. And the vaccine issue kind of comes into light again because of COVID, but it's something that we've seen for years that, you know, people say on social media that there are claims or there's fake research that people say, you know, that vaccines cause autism in children or they cause uh, mental problems, these other autoimmune diseases. When, you know, there are a few cases where this is the exception or maybe maybe causation doesn't meet correlation, but people tie it together and they say, well, my son's autistic and, you know, he maybe had a bad reaction to a vaccine. Maybe the vaccines do cause these problems in children. And what this does is it starts spreading this misinformation that we've been talking about this entire podcast to where the point where there's a big problem in the United States with parents deciding not to vaccinate their children based off of fake news that they read on social media or on other forms of media. So now we're seeing rises in measles, rises in mumps, these diseases that we were able to eradicate 30, 50 years ago, they're coming back up just due to some people publishing some clickbait worthy titles online. It's again, it's scary because this doesn't only affect your life, that ends up affecting your children's life, your own life. So we come to a bridge that we have to cross where we say, what can we do to make sure that we are vetting and spreading the right news sources? And I think this is something that we're going to obviously keep saying with the rise of social media in the future and uh, and more closely to, to COVID and the vaccines that we're talking about more in the short term. So I just think it's really important for people to, not only with social media, I think in life in general, is try to think for yourself. Does it make sense? Does this seem like common sense? Does it seem like something that could be possible? Do you trust the source that you're getting this news from? Do you know what the source is? You know, there's a lot of questions that you kind of need to ask yourself 
yourself before you fully dive into believing what you read online. And I know it can be easy to do, but it's something that we as a society, I think we need to work on a little bit harder to ensure that we are telling each other the right things and not the wrong things and, and causing anxieties that don't exist or don't need to be so big. It's almost kind of a call to action to our listeners and you know everyone is that Take everything you read on social media with a grain of salt. And if you do see something that, you know, you want to believe in, check the sources. I mean, we have the internet and Google searching at the tip of our fingers. Just do a quick Google search. If you see a few sources that back up that claim that you're reading on social media and they're reputable sources, not made up sources, then okay, that has some clout to it. But don't just read headlines and have no idea where that information is coming from. So again, this is kind of a heavy topic, but unfortunately one that, you know, isn't going away and, and has been around for a while. So everyone vet your sources. <laughs> but if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript online. As always, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.